Joe, welcome. How are you? I'm good, Mike. How are you? All right, Joe. It's been a couple of eventful days for you. I know you don't like being a star attraction. You've been a star. Uh, you've been a headline maker and the and the back page for the last couple of days. Yeah, no, I try to stay off that back page and in the headlines. You prefer that your players are in the headlines. And you know, if I look at it yesterday, it was Tanaka and Bird. Just a tremendous job on both their parts. But big decisions uh, again, and you have a million of them. And yesterday, they after a tough game uh, too, and we don't have to re go through all that. But I want to get to the human side of this for a second. Uh, I know no one likes getting booed, and they, I saw Mickey Mantle get booed. They booed Joe DiMaggio, so we know they can boo anybody. But still, it doesn't make it. It's no fun when it's you. How tough was that for you? Well, I, I expected it, Mike. So I think I was mentally prepared for it. Um, you know, I think what you, you know, more important to me, I wanted to prepare my kids for it um, because I don't think they've ever seen that from, you know, happen to their father. And uh, my kids are fairly old, you know, they're 18, 15, and 11. And, you know, I, I think they're starting to understand it. But, you know, kids are protective. And I just wanted to make sure that they didn't answer back or do anything silly in the stands. Just it is what it is. And it's because our fans care so much and are passionate. All right. Hey, listen, uh, it, it happens uh, at some point to everybody, so that was just the sidebar. But, you know, there was a lot of question about when you'd pitch Tanaka, when you'd pitch Severino, Tanaka being up and down. Uh, you put him in a spot at home where he likes to pitch, and he obviously responded with a brilliant game last night. Yeah, I mean, that's as good as I've seen him uh, against a very tough-hitting club that really grinds out at bats. And, you know, he's had some appearances against them where they've seemed to follow a lot of pitches off but that wasn't the case last night. Um, I mean, he just his stuff was so good last night, and, and obviously we, we needed it, and we needed it in a bad way because we only got one run because Carrasco's stuff was really good. But that's as good as I've seen him. Joe, I never saw a game that he pitched. Now, maybe there's a more unhittable game he's pitched, but I never saw a game where he was consistently down as much as he was down yesterday. He made every hitter go down there and chase those pitches batter after batter, and he made a lot of good hitters look bad last night. Yeah, and they didn't seem to recognize his split very well. And they've seen him before. I mean, it's not, you know, they've had some at-bats off him before, and they've had some success off him before. But I think, you know, him using his fastball really effectively, having a little more velocity last night, put a bigger discrepancy between the speed of those two pitches, and it worked out really well. You know, it's funny, when it's after the fact, he's pitching brilliantly, and now it's, oh, well, he had to come out of the game. Taking him out is, is always an issue as well as he was dealing. And he said after the game through the interpreter, I was done. So you yeah. knew when to take him out. Now, it always looks easy when it works. But you know what? Even taking him out, he hadn't thrown 100 pitches. So that's always can be a debatable issue. What did you see his last inning that told you he was maybe losing it? Well, it was more of what he said, you know, than, than what we've said. And, and, and we've dealt with that a number of times, you know, during the course uh, of the years that we've had him where he just feels that his stuff is not the same anymore. And, you know, even though we may not recognize it, who's going to recognize it better than him? And, and you got to listen to him because you can't have a pitcher going out there not feeling good about his stuff. So, you know, sometimes we have to make moves that we don't necessarily want to make, but, you know, it's the right move if that's the feeling that he has. So after seven, he told you he had had it. Was that it? Yeah, he just said his stuff. He didn't think his stuff was as crisp as it was. Gotcha. So, okay. you know, you got to make the move. You went with Chapman a long way last night. You know, we thought maybe four, you went five outs. Uh, first off, was that your game plan going in to go that far, or did you decide at a moment's notice to go that far? 
No, it was it was just kind of at the moment, just having a feeling. I got him up because I wasn't exactly sure what Robbie was going to have last night. He got the first out, and then he then he then he walked the next hitter, and I just felt okay. You know, that's it for Robbie. I mean, Robbie's given us his heart and soul, and I felt that it's time to go to Chappie. And Chappie said that you know he was good, and we went to him. He threw a lot of pitches. He threw thirty four pitches, mostly fastballs, most of them over hundred miles an hour. Obviously, the question, what can you get out of him tonight? Do you know yet, or do you, will you have to wait till later to know? Well, as of right now, he said he feels okay. You know, I think it's important that he goes out and plays catch and, and gets a better feeling of how he feels. But if we do use him, it's for one inning. It's, it's not a situation where you can get him up and get him down and then have to get him up again. So once I get him up, he's going in the game. Would you use Robinson again tonight? I got to check on him. I'm a little bit more worried about him than on Chapman, um, but that's something we'll have to wait and see. As we we will not have BP, but they'll go out and play catch at some point. So you you think you can use Chapman tonight? You're not sure about Robinson? Did Betances with that? And he and, and listen, he pitched well. Uh, yeah, and, and and we know He's that. In the mix. Did, He's did you see enough from him now to bring him back in? Will you feel confident about him? Yeah, he's definitely in the mix. Absolutely. Okay, so you feel good about him. You made the announcement you'll pitch CC in Game 5, which means Gray would be in the bullpen tonight, right? Both, yes. Yes, he is in the bullpen. What, have you, what will you do pregame, Joe, to talk to Severino? What have you done? Here's a kid who obviously had a case of nerves the other night and never got past it. What will you do, or if anything different, or what have you done, and what have your staff done to just deal with yeah. him going through that? I just think, you know, I think, A, him going through it one time has probably helped immensely. B, watching the other starters go out and do their thing has probably um, helped him immensely. You know, what I've noticed is he's the same guy today as he has been every start. I, I made a few brief comments to him yesterday. Not too much, you know, because I don't want to put too much in his head. I want him just to go out and do his thing. I know Larry has talked to him. So, you know, we'll watch him closely early, and I think you're going to see a completely different guy. You left Bird in the game. You could have yanked him. You had guys on the bench. You decided not to. Now, I know Miller can be as tough on righties as lefties, but still, it's, it's always easy after the fact when he hits a home run. That's still an interesting move. You decided to stay with him. Uh, I know you like his defense also in that ballpark, but what were you thinking about Miller, uh, when Miller came in? What were you thinking about him and Bird? Well, I, you know, I think about Bird. I've seen him pull some home runs off of left-handers is what I've seen. And, you know, I had him facing the last two times. The first time he, he uh, struck out, the next at-bat was better. And I thought his at-bats were pretty good. And it's a much shorter porch to right field. Um, you know, as you've said, that, and we know that, Miller has had just as much – well, he's had a little more trouble with left-handers than right-handers, which is kind of surprising. But, you know, I look at it, you know, it's, you know, it's part of it. And we saw that here. I mean, he's great. But, you know, the trouble he has is minuscule. But – I just like birdies, birdies at bats and thought I would leave him. Uh, we're talking with Joe Girardi after the, last night's thrilling one nothing win. Uh, a lot of great drama in the game. The catch in right field on the Lindor ball, that really gave the team a lift because huh? that looked like a two-run home. And when that gets caught, when he's there at the wall to be able to pull that back in, that really gives the team a big lift, isn't it? You know, Aaron Judge made a, 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 a remark yesterday about you never know how you can help a team win a game. Um, and sometimes it's your defense, sometimes it's your offense, sometimes it's your base running. And that's why we're so excited about a, a guy like Aaron Judge, because he's such a complete player that does everything. But I also look at the defense that Sanchez played. He won the game with his defense. You know, you look at that, and obviously there's great pitching involved there, but Sanchez and Judge's 
contributions yesterday, and they're usually huge offensively, were huge defensively, and that's why we won. Hey, Sanchez did some very good job last night of blocking some balls last night. He gets no credit for that, and we've all picked on him for that, but he did a very good job of blocking some balls last night. Yeah, I mean, a number of balls with Kipnis on third base, um, you know, tough pitches, splits that are hard. I mean, it's not a 75-mile-an-hour curveball. It's an 88, 89-mile-an-hour split that really breaks hard. So, yes, uh, he was outstanding. Joe, a couple of things. We're talking with Joe Girardi before a game four. You've tweaked the lineup tonight against a good curveball pitcher. Uh, you've inserted a couple of the lefties. In, you split up Judge and Sanchez, put Didi in between. What's your thinking there? Well, you know, as, as much as you try to split up your left-handers, we're splitting up our right-handers um, tonight. Uh, just just because Didi's had some success off of him um, a, a little bit more than the other two guys. You know, Birdie's at-bats, even though he's, I think, 0 for 8, 0 for 9, have really been good off of him, moving him up a little bit. So it's just kind of splitting up our right-handers now. You know, we always talk about the other side, but we're going to split up our right-handers because they have so much right-handed firepower as well. And Headley's the DH tonight over, say, a, uh, an Ellsbury. How come? Well, Headley's at-bats have been better against Bauer than, than Ellsbury's, okay. and that's why okay. we're going that way. Okay, and Hicks deserves to play. You know, his defense has been good, and his arm makes a big difference, I know, in the outfield. So he, he does deserve to play, so no problem there as you play. Joe, a couple things about the Indians. Tell me your thought process. Them not having Encarcion's really hurt them, there's no question. Looks like a couple of guys in their lineup haven't gotten started. You've pitched so well to Ramirez, who had such a great year. Plus, it looks like Brantley just can't get started. How about what you're seeing from that Indian lineup right now? Well, I mean, they're dangerous in a lot of different spots. You know, you look at the two guys that have hurt us the most, it's Bruce and Lindor. Um, right. And that can change from day to day. I mean, that's how good this lineup is. And, you know, hopefully we can keep Ramirez down another day. Um, I mean, he's a guy that really hurt Seventy the last time with the two solo home runs. Um, and he's a great player. You know, it's just it's three games. And I think, you know, there are three-game stretches where players go through all the time where they don't necessarily – they might have one hit – and no one makes a big deal out of it during the season. But during the playoffs, obviously, everyone looks at that. But um, they're extremely dangerous, and you've got to continue to make pitches on them. I've seen pitchers pitch badly in the first game and give up a lot of runs and come back and pitch gem in the second game of a postseason. Andy did it in the World Series. We know that against, against the Braves. Do you get any edge because what you did to Kluber, if you go back and play him in a game five, do you think the fact that you did solve him, do you think that gives your team confidence, or is it not worth as much as we might think? I, you know, I think as a manager, you sure hope so. I mean, I think that's what you think about as a manager. But, I mean, he's had a bad start from time to time, too, and has been really consistent in his pitching. So, I mean, I don't know if you can expect that again from him because he's been so good all year. Place is going to be wild tonight. We know that. Uh, a lot of energy early on. What do you need to see? What should the fans look for from Severino? We know what kind of stuff he has, but what would worry you, or what do you want to see early from Severino? I know you want to see the ball leaving a ballpark like the other night, but I mean, other than that, what do you need to see that you feel good about Severino early on? That he's down in the zone. Um, you know, he was up in the zone. The, his breaking ball was up. His fastball was up. That he's down in the zone, and there's not hard contact. That would tell me that, his, that he's on tonight. A um, couple of things. Uh, 
there's been a lot of talk about you and your future that's been in the media. Has that impact? Does that do you feel that? Has your family felt that, or has that not been a non-issue the last couple of days? No, it, no, it's it's a non-issue for me because we've went through it before, and it's just the way that it works around here. I mean, I, I mean, I knew that coming in. I mean, uh, Joe Torre. I mean, they waited till the end of his years, and he was winning World Series after World Series. So. No, it, it doesn't affect me. I mean, obviously, everyone loves to know where they're going to be the next year, but I'm used to it. I, I, I don't think about it. I think about just managing tonight and doing whatever we can to win this game, and then you move on. I don't follow Instagram, so but uh, I know this Chapman thing, and Aaron yeah. said after the game last night that Chapman came and apologized to you. Uh, yeah. uh, how are things between you and Chapman? Fine? Great. Um, we, we laughed about it. You know, I... I don't even know how Instagram works. Either so, do I. I. I don't go there, so that's. So awesome. I had to. I had to ask. You know, I said, "Is it possible that someone accidentally pushes a like?" They said it happens all the time because of the way you scroll with your thumb. And I said, "Chappy, don't worry about it." I mean, that's that's the least of my concerns, and and we made light of it, and we're all good. Listen, you've taken your team through the uh, a bad, you know a bad start in the wild card game, and they responded. They had a they had a lot of good fire last night. They look like a team that's if I were the Indians, I'd be very fearful of this team right now. There's young talent, there's power, there's a lot of fire on that team right now. How do you feel about your team as you guide them into this game tonight? Really good. Uh, I, I've seen the fight and the intensity and the passion that they played with all year and how they've been resilient. Um, you know, I, I laughed. Bertie about broke my thumb yesterday when he went running by me. He was crazy on the base. Yeah. Did you see him yelling and yeah. screaming? He was wild. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I thought I was going to have to have an x-ray, but that's what you love. I mean, you love the excitement in this group and how they've played together. Hey, how about his year? You know, how about some of your guys coming back from adversity? Tanaka, who was so inconsistent this year. Bird, who was on the shelf. People questioning his toughness. Six for 60. Look what he's done in the playoffs. CeCe with what he's come back this year. I mean, and then Chapman, who you had to demote in the middle of the season at a time, coming back as he did. I mean, that's what it's about. I mean, you got a lot of guys who have come back and uh, done some great things the last couple of days. Yeah, and, and that's the one great thing about this game, that you're going to go through a lot of ups and downs because you play it so often. But you know, if you have an up and down in this game, you usually don't have to wait a week or two weeks to get another chance at it. And that's the great thing. And and that's why you don't get too too high when they're going well and too low when they're going poorly because you know it's all going to even out at the end and they're all going to go through their great times and they're going to go through their tough times. How much, You know what? As a manager, is this tense or is this enjoyable when you go through this kind of series? Oh, I mean, it's, it's, it's enjoyable, but it's tense. I mean, this is what you live for, and, it, and it's, it's tense. I mean, you, you know that, that every game could swing on one pitch. I mean, that's, that's how it is. I mean, in, in a lot of instances, you know, you don't have weeks to make up ground or, you know, you don't have days to make up a game. I mean, that's just the way it is. So, I mean, it's very tense. Well, listen, enjoy it. We're looking forward to a game four tonight. Thanks for coming on today. I appreciate it very much. Thank you. Thanks, Mike. All right, Joe Girardi as he gets ready for a game for this evening back after this.